I thought running was you go out the faster you work and the harder you work, the better you're going to get at it. And um, all that really gets you is severe shin splints. Diz Runs Radio, episode 1138, starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, if you're uh, at that point, I don't know I don't know what that point is, but if you're at that point where you're thinking, you know, you know what, maybe, maybe it's time to, to bring a coach on board. Maybe you've had a coach in the past. Maybe, uh, you, you know, you've, you've been DIYing it for a while. Uh, but one way or the other, if you're ready to offload some of the planning, offload some of the uh, strategery in terms of which workouts go here and how to adjust this thing, maybe you want somebody to help keep you in check and uh, you know give you a little bit of different perspective on a regular basis, multiple times per week type of regular basis. I know a guy, I am a guy that uh, that's that's kind of what we do for a living around here. And uh, you know, if, if that might be something that would be appealing to you and for some reason you don't mind my nonsense, maybe we'd be a good a good fit together. I'm I am not everyone's cup of tea, both when it comes to the podcast and when it comes to uh, you know, working working together as a coach. I get that, you know, and, and it's not that I'm trying to to not be everybody's cup of tea, but what you see is what you get, right? And uh, I do think in all seriousness that a big part of you know having a good situation between a coach and a runner is being able to to relate, you know, just kind of somewhat on a personal level, right? Like we got to get to know each other, and uh, you know, if our personalities don't click, hey, that you know, it's probably not going to be the best situation. No worries. Um, feel free to reach out. I know some other great coaches happy to connect you, or obviously you can find them on your own as well. But uh, if you think that we might be able to work together, and you want to get cracking. Let's get cracking. Dizruns.com slash coaching is the link back to the coaching page on my website. All the details and information about each of the different levels of coaching are there. Uh, you can sign up if you're ready to go. Hey, y'all. If you have um, some I more questions, please feel free to reach as I can out tell, as well. Really I'll go ahead and give you the answers. The no sales pitch. Um, no hard, no, no full court press of like, you got to sign up today. No, you don't have to sign up today. Sign up today, uh, tomorrow, next week, next month. Whenever it works for you, whenever the timing is right, hopefully... Always I'm not going anywhere. And if I do go somewhere, and, then, you know, um, sharing kind of her, her story along the way. I don't know. Maybe and, uh, there's, there's more, such, more problems to, kind of to uh, put be dealt with recently, if I, uh, you know, ran her first up, up and leave. So welcome this, to this uh, world, Club you know, uh, but good Lord willing, and I also I'll still that, be around. Um, that and if you're ready to get online, slash coaching is the link. Any questions, give a shout. That bringing together of the online community, the real world community. Let's go ahead and dive in to today's for those that have been able to do that in the past. So anyway, looking forward to getting to know her a bit more today. Obviously, lots of things to talk about. First marathon, who knows what else. Uh, but let's get the party started by welcoming Miss Shannon Alzheimer to the show. Uh, Shannon, thanks for joining us today, and uh, welcome to the party. Thank you, Denny. Uh, it's good to be here. I'm excited, and uh, let's see uh, where this conversation takes us. Yes, yes, let's do that indeed. And y'all, if you enjoyed today's conversation and want to uh, continue it with Shannon outside of, you know, well, 
actually continue a conversation as in you can actually talk to her instead of me talking to her for you through with Shannon. Uh, and this this handles a mouthful. I'm sure there's a story behind it, whether we get to it or not. I'm pretty sure I can figure out the story. But anyway, it's at H-A-Y-L-S. So Hales, hey, hey, probably a Haley, Hales. maybe? Hales? Yeah, all right. At Hales Will's mom, the number eight. So H-A-Y-L-S-W-I-L-L-S-M-O-M and then the number eight. I'm not even going to try to say that again because it is such a mouthful. But you know where to find it. Dizruns.com slash 1138. And yes, I will say it again. At H-A-Y-L-S-W-I-L-L-S-M-O-M-8. Dizruns.com slash 1138. That'll make it real easy. You can find it. Click, follow, connect on the Instagrams with Shannon. Um, and, of course, anything else we talk about today will be linked up in the show notes as well. Photos, the whole nine, as per usual. So, Shannon, the way we always start off each episode of the show, each conversation is with uh, one simple question that uh, sometimes it's an easy one to answer. Sometimes it's a little bit uh, more difficult, depending on just kind of your perspective, of course. It's very much a, an opinion-based question, but it definitely gives us lots of, of angles or typically gives lots of angles to continue the conversation from there. And it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, I think where I'm still like just over two weeks out from my marathon, I want to say that the marathon is my favorite. I'm still riding that high a little bit, but um, being realistic, uh, I think that the half is like my favorite. Like many people say, um, it doesn't require too much training, um, too much leaning on my husband to take care of the kids, and uh, I can go out on any given Saturday and kind of bust it out and not take away too much time from carting kids here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, a, a good distance. And, and um, yeah, like you said, it's, it's a pretty common answer, but, but I think it's, you know, we all have busy lives and it's, it's, it's probably one of, I mean, obviously any distance can be, it's challenging and, and it requires a certain level of training, but you know, it's, it's, it's kind of that good sweet spot mix of it's not, it's not a 5k you're not done with it in 30, 40, 45 minutes, something like that. Um, but it's also not, you know, four hours, three hours plus of training miles every weekend for months on end. So it does, it is kind of fits into that sweet spot pretty nicely. Yeah. I mean, and as you can tell from my Instagram handle, um, which is definitely, um, wasn't started as a running Instagram. (laughs) Um, it used to just be Haley mom. Um, my daughter was born in her, uh, 2008. Um, but then her brother came along six years later and he was also born in August. So it's Haley, which her nickname is Hales mm-hmm. and Will is my son and they're both born in August. So, uh, I went, you know, really difficult creative mode on that one. So. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? Like, like it, 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 there, there's logic there. It's just, it's just a mouthful when you got some yuts like me trying to, to spit it out there in a way that makes that, that, that makes sense. And you know, whatever, like I said, I can see the logic to it. So, and I typically didn't think uh, when I made the name up that I'd be sharing it with uh, someone on a podcast or all the other people that might be uh, listening in. So uh, it, it works. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. That's totally fair. So, um, fresh off fresh off the marathon, certainly want to get into that uh, a little bit as we go. But kind of curious, Shannon, uh, where'd you where'd you get started in running? Was that something you know pre kids way back in the day? Something a little bit more recently? Where where did uh, you kind of first dip your toes into this running world? So, um, if I had to say, I was definitely a late bloomer. Um, way back in the day. Um, I started cheerleading when I was young, like elementary school cheerleading, Pop Warner and everything. Um, And I'd like to say I was an athlete throughout my years. Uh, I did high school cheerleading. I did all-star cheerleading. I did a little bit in college. But um, 
those days when I had to run, I, I definitely was not very good at it. And uh, I was always the person in gym class that was like, oh, you know what? My stomach hurts today. I don't think I can run the mile. Uh, I have cramps, whatnot, um, whatever it took to get me out of it. Um, but it, it was around um, January 2020, actually. Mm. So uh, three years ago, uh, pre-pandemic, um, I just had decided, you know, like mm. most people, beginning of the year, going to start fresh and get my body in shape. Uh, I started with a couch to 5K. And um, I guess it was like I fell in love with it after that. Um, it had kind of been a rough couple of years leading up to that. So, um, I think once I got it started and the endorphins kicked in and I realized it was like kind of a good way to escape of those things that, uh, it kind of stuck. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, the, uh, not interesting, I don't know what, what the right adjective is, but like, mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of folks, or at least I've, I feel like I've heard stories, a lot of folks that kind of, you know, due to the pandemic, everything closing down, can't go to the gym anymore, other classes, things like that, like started, started running. Um, and you, you, you kicked that off just a little bit early, you know, like, like yeah. maybe, you know, as, as, as it were, you know, somewhat good fortune that that was the, the avenue that you were kind of getting into as opposed to joining the gym and you, whatever you start getting fit there, you know, getting, getting set up there and into that community. And then if it were to close down, then you're kind of back to square one. So, you know, obviously not, not ideal with pandemic life for, for anybody, for any of, of all of the reasons, but good that, that maybe running started when it did kind of somewhat serendipitous for maybe lack of a better way of saying it. I mean, I, I actually think COVID and pandemic and everything because otherwise uh, I might've been one of those people that kind of fell off the bandwagon, didn't stick with it. Um, but as soon as that March 13th came around and all the schools closed, my kids were being homeschooled. Any reason I could be like, I will be back in 40 minutes and then we will see what we're going to do for homeschooling. Um, it definitely kept it more consistent at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you get into running kind of couch to 5k, which is, you know, not everybody, but it's a, it's a, it's a common entry entry point for a lot of folks, but then also, you know, the kind of the pandemic hits, you know, shortly as you're, you're getting into the, into the groove there. Um, and I guess maybe you kind of already, you know, just kind of hinted at it there, but like, um, as, 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 life altering as the pandemic was and just, you know, changed everything for everybody again, for, for all of the reasons. Um, sounds like, like running became a pretty, I don't know, constant part of the routine, a pretty consistent part of the routine, at least, um, relatively quickly to have some, some semblance of something that maybe you were still in control of or something that was still your time. Is that, that kind of how it played out? Yeah. I mean, it definitely, um, made it, easier to say, okay, this is going to be my time before I have to dig into all the schooling. And at that point, I had a sixth grader and a kindergartner. So it was really difficult with learning to write your ABCs and easy, simple math. And then the crazier stuff that my sixth grader was getting into and just putting my mind right around all of it. Um, it definitely helped saying, nope, this is me time. And we'll deal that with that later. Um, you know, I did a lot of virtual races, which was great that they offered that. I think that really kept me motivated. Um, You know, ooh, I got this big shiny bling in the mail for something I already accomplished. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think that. And then um, I randomly found an app that got me excited about talking to other people that were dealing with the same thing. So um, it really help just keep it going. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we've talked about this, this app that no longer exists with a few other folks at various times, and, and we don't need to completely unhash all of that. But I, I know one of the, one of the features um, that, that, you know, that, that was provided there was, was some of this community, whether it was through the app, through, through Facebook groups, social medias, things like that. Um, and, and, and I know, again, you kind of just mentioned it, but we'd love to unpack it maybe a little bit further of just, you know, you're, you're new to running. And, and I think a lot of us, if we think back, some of us a long ways can remember what new, new to running was like and not knowing anything, but maybe we had, you know, we had the local, we had the local running store. We had the local coffee shop runs. We had, we had our, our neighbor that was a runner that was encouraging us to come out and let's, let's just run together. We had these resources that we could ask some questions to probably learn some things the hard way as well, but we at least had some, a lot of us had some level of, of in-person connection to other runners and, and you didn't have that. How important was finding that through the app, through social media to, 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 to share some of the struggles to, to share some motivation with like, like how, how important was that community from kind of the, the early days of your running journey? Uh, well, first and foremost, it was great to hear other people say that, no, in the beginning, you're supposed to feel like you're dying. That's mm -hmm. normal. <laughs> um, you know, I was definitely someone that, okay, we're going to run for a minute. And I'm like, oh, seriously? <laughs> um, it definitely was not something that came easy. Um, and asking for others' advice is great. Um, you know, when I did the virtual race that connected me to the app and I, you know, um, hearing other people talking about, you know, how great you're doing and cheering you on and things like that. Um, that definitely was an exciting part of it. Um, let alone the music that goes along and pump up and all that. Um, so it was definitely exciting. Um, but hearing the different things that coaches had to say, um, I cannot believe the massive amounts of information I collected in such a short period of time. Um, you know, I, I was in the middle of the summer going out three, five days a week and just hammering it. You know, I thought running was you go out, the faster you work and the harder you work, the better you're going to get at it. And, um, all that really gets you is severe shin splits. <laughs> so, and that actually led to a stress fracture. So I was, you know, eight months into running and had a stress fracture. So. Okay. So that's, that's, that's an interesting thing for me as, as an athletic trainer, you know, as, as sports medicine guy, um, somewhat injury prevention being a focus of mine. Um, and, and, and I get, I totally get the, the, you know, if we're going to run, we're going to run, like, let's go, let's get after it. Like, like we're not here to, to just, you know, lollygag around if you will. Um, but, but, you know, shin splints to a shin, to, to a stress fracture in the, the, you know, the early days, you know, seven, eight months into the, into the, the running, I don't want to say experiment, but maybe it's an experiment still at that point. Um, what was, what was the, the catalyst to work through it and come back versus like, all right, well, clearly running is, you know, I mean, I could see this, the scenario or the, the mindset of like, well, running must not be for me for some reason, whatever my, I can't handle it. My body can't handle it. Like, let me find something else to, to tick the box with. Um, why, why come back to running after a, a pretty serious injury so early in your, your running career? Uh, so I kind of, again, looked at that community and was like, what am I doing wrong? And like you said, am I just not meant to do this? I'm pushing myself for something that is just not what my body is made or capable of doing. Um, and then when other people started asking me, well, are you strength training? 
<laughs> are you rolling afterwards? Why are you running fast all the time? And it kind of was like, oh, it's not me and my body. It's that I wasn't doing all the other X, Y, and Z that comes along with it. Um, so I, uh, the other part was definitely, you know, a week or two into this stress fracture where I'm not running. And all of a sudden my kids are like, can you go for a run again? <laughs> my husband's like, when are you able to go running again? Um, you know, it, it definitely is a mood altering type of thing. Um, even now post marathon after, you know, that week of nothing, mm -hmm. I was getting the same thing, you know, I love you, but is it time to run again? <laughs> I'd love you more if you could go run for 45 minutes and then come back. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's a conversation that's happened in my house a few times as, as the, uh, the runner in, in charge over here. And like my wife just saying, you know what, just go, just go come back, you know, whatever it is, 45 minutes, an hour, two, whatever it takes, just come back as a, as a functional human being again. The amount of times both of my kids actually said that during homeschooling, like, can you go for a run before we try to do this? Like, <laughs> it might be better for everybody. Yeah, every, like, everybody <laughs> wins when mom goes for a run. Okay, yeah. For sure, for sure. So so how long were you were you out with the, the stress fracture? Uh, so I was out, I think, three months where I really was – going very, barely walking. Mm -hmm. It was so bad. Um, but I was going to PT and really doing everything I possibly could to get back. So, gotcha. um, the big downside to that was, you know, all that summer I was training so much because, um, I had this race that really meant a lot to me that, uh, unfortunately it was virtual due to the pandemic, but I had signed up for it. It was for a charity that meant a lot to me, uh, which is ALS one. And, so I was going to do this race and it, you know, push come to shove. I ended up that I couldn't do it. And so I said, you know what, if I could have run the seven miles, I'm going to ride my bike for the seven miles. Um, you know, because it was the pandemic, they were like, walk, bike, right. run, whatever you could do. Um, my daughter and I, my daughter decided to do it with me, which was great. Um, and that was the day I decided I'd never ride a bike again. <laughs> Uh, you know, any type of triathlon is not in my future. I can guarantee you that. Oh, I, I mean, I am right there with you, but I also, you know, be careful, be careful with these. Never, I will never do these statements is they, they have a tendency to come back and bite you. And now we've got it recorded and the world knows that you said, okay, never. I will never ride long distance on a bike without <laughs> the proper padding. Yes. Yes. That's, but again, you oh. know, just, just like any, I mean, just like you kind of learn some lessons as you get into running. I mean, that's, I feel like that's one of those other things that like, you know, as a kid, we didn't have like bike shorts, right? You like rode your bike to the neighbor's house or you rode the bike to the park or whatever. And like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, right. but that's not probably wasn't like seven miles of just, you know, pushing pretty hard or, you know, longer than yeah. that. And it, 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 uh, you know, goes from no big deal to big deal relatively quickly if you don't have the right shorts on and things like that. I was walking like I had been riding <laughs> bullseye with Woody through the back country for quite a while. So yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, um, tell us a little bit more about, um, the, the ALS one and, and why that's, that's an important thing for you. And, 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 you know, why, you know, if, if I'm kind of putting the, the pieces together here, I mean, maybe not your first, first race, but one of the first big races that was planned, you know, pre pandemic, mm -hmm. everything going virtual, mm -hmm. um, you know, you were jumping into it from the, the charity aspect right out of the bat. So, um, the Falmouth road race is a kind of a big deal here in Massachusetts. It's, um, in Falmouth, which is on Cape Cod. They just recently had their 50th which was great. Um, 
So I chose to be a part of the ALS um, One charity. Uh, ALS is the um, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which is also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, so we actually have a lot of family ties, unfortunately, with ALS, with my husband's family. Um, so when I kind of was looking into reasons to run to kind of motivate myself, it was definitely something easy to choose. Um, the guy that found it, his name was Kevin Gosnell, actually grew up in my hometown. Um, so that was another reason I was like, it just seems like this is meant for me. Um, so this charity, it works with um, leading doctors at Mass General Hospital here in Boston. And they do a bunch of clinical trials, um, which they just had a new FDA drug approved. Um, so hopefully with this money that they're raising, they're able to one day completely knock ALS out. Um, but until then, you know, they're using that money for these trials and they actually use it towards the treatment of patients that currently have it, you know, um, ALS is absolutely terrible, and as your muscles deteriorate, um, there's a lot of in-home care that you need, um, even to get up out of bed and into chairs and things like that. So um, it's really amazing that, you know, I can go and run and raise money to help these people. Um, this past Falmouth, my husband and I worked together, and we raised uh, over 10000 together. So um, it's definitely something that it was his first Falmouth we just, for him, um, this was my, I did the one virtual and two in person, but it's definitely something that's just going to continue to be on our calendars every year because it means so much to us. So Awesome. Well, and, and, and thank you for, for, for doing that work. I, my, um, my, my mom's dad, my, my maternal grandmother or grandfather, uh, had ALS when he passed. And yeah, it's, I mean, I was, I was still young enough. I mean, I'm certainly old enough to remember. Uh, but not old enough to like, like he he was really co cognizant of like the grandkids can't come see me for the last bits of it because it was just so so rough. So um, thankfully, I mostly have good memories of him. But just remember how you know how how difficult it was for his kids, his wife, and my grandmother, all that kind of good stuff. So um, appreciate you you doing that. And and, and uh, you know there's there's so many good charities out there. Obviously, there's so many so many great organizations where where running can be part of a fundraising effort to fight all of the different diseases, the cancers and the muscle diseases and the blood diseases and, and all the things out there. Um, and uh, I, I guess I guess I always have to kind of ask this question because I know for me, um, I. I was hesitant to do charity running for a long time because of the fundraising and just, you know, that, that, that difficult, the perceived difficulty, the, the personal difficulty of, of asking for, for donations. And so whenever I talk to somebody who's done some charity running, I always like to ask kind of um, how the fundraising part went for you. I mean, obviously y'all have done this a couple of times now, a few times now, you, you and your husband both, like you said, worked together, raised over 10 grand. So like, that's not, that's not nothing. Like that's, that's a significant chunk of change. Um, what what has worked for you in in your experience of of training for for Falmouth, Fal, excuse me, Falmouth, Falmouth and yeah. and raising money for ALS one? Um, so it's definitely harder raising the money than it is running the race. Um, you know, the first year I think uh, I I got maybe five hundred, seven hundred, and that was virtual, so I didn't really expect a lot from it. Um, and the second year I made I think fifteen hundred on my own. Um, I have to say 
the biggest reason why we made it to 10 grand was the um, company that my husband works for is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they um, made huge donations to us, which really helped push us. You know, they knew my husband's backstory a little bit, um, but certainly more now. Um, we actually, in a couple weeks, the ALS one is putting on like a winter ball. Um, they call it the snowball. So it's one of those events. When do you ever get dressed up as an adult anymore? Unless you go to weddings and, um, so it's a big, you know, fancy type thing and they buy a whole table at it for people to go to and whatnot. So, um, they were really the reason why we were able to raise that much. Um, we're kind of scratching our heads now how we're going to get a good amount for this year. Um, but that's also one of the reasons why I think, you know, I'd love to do Boston, right? Doesn't every runner have that kind of way far back and maybe that's a dream. Um, and I really want to try to get into it, you know, on my own, see if I can be Q, but if not, I do have ALS one does have charity bibs, but man, the amount of money to raise for it is just insane. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing for sure. But yeah. you know, like, like you said, I mean, or, or at least maybe like, like you've experienced and like I'm, I'm hearing you kind of say without maybe directly saying it, like you, you never know people are generous and you know, some, some companies and, and especially when it's, when it's, you know, an impact of their, their employees, their, 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 you know, work family are, are very happy to open up the, the, the checkbook and, and, and make those types of donations. And, and, um, you know, I've certainly feel like I've learned and, and maybe, maybe you can second this as well, Shannon, like, you know, it, yes, the asking for money is difficult, but like people, you know, people chip in $10, $20 here and there. Um, if you ask, and boy, it yeah. starts to add up pretty quickly. I mean, we look at, we have some friends in the ALS one organization that they just did Super Bowl squares. They had each square was $20. They sold out four mm. sheets of wow. squares. We're like, how, you know, we're barely scraping by to here. Our squares are 10 bucks a piece and mm-hmm. we just want to fill one of them. And, um, so that was the most recent fundraiser we did, which is great. We, we split it in half. Half of the money that we make goes towards ALS One, and the other half we give as payouts for the quarters and whatnot. However, that gets broken down. I don't. Right. I don't do that portion of it. I I don't even watch the game. <laughs> um, but we have a new another one coming up. You know, we try to do them fast and easy, like St. Patrick's Day. I'll buy a hundred dollars worth of scratch tickets. You you buy a raffle for it, and then we'll put it on a wheel and pick a name. Um, so there's opportunity to win, but you just, you know, um, people are taking the chance on it. We are lucky that some friends that we have, every time we put something out there, I'll take five, I'll take 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's phenomenal. And even through my running community every now and then, you know, that person pops up and you're like, you know, I can't imagine how awesome they are to toss a few bucks our way. Right. So I try to, you know karma right every time someone says something to me i'm like next time you got something you know i'll buy one or two so right yeah that's that's something that um i feel like i've i've tried to be more cognizant of too because like once once you do the fundraising you realize how difficult it can be and so if you can if you're in a position where you can help out a little bit um whether it's karma whether it's just doing the right thing whether it's it's Mm -hmm. the empathy of like i've been there i know what it's like um it's it's all part of it so um Getting getting back into a little bit more of the specific running side of things a little bit. So, if if my timeline here is all correct, you kind of start running right before the pandemic. You're doing the couch to 5K, all these virtual races. 
Um, but when, when, and and how, like, I guess, what was the experience like of you know the first time that you get to an actual in person race where there's there's other people running? Like, how long into the timeline were we, and and how did that that first actual I don't want to say actual race, but like the first in person? There's a start line, there's a finish line, there's a clock, there's other runners. Like, how how did that you know w- when was that for you, and, and how did you enjoy that experience? Um, so I think that was in the summer of 21, mm-hmm. I want to say 2021. Okay. Um, we do have a bunch of like local races here that um, are pretty easy, 5Ks that every other weekend or so. Um, God, that feeling at the start of the race, you feel like you're running, you know, a five-minute mile anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I haven't started moving yet. Can you mm-hmm. chill out? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's exciting seeing the other people around you saying, all right, this person, I'm going to try to stay with them. And that, that doesn't always work, mm-hmm. but um, getting the momentum of continuing to run with them and is just exciting. And that seeing the finish line and if you're lucky enough, the announcer says your name over, you know, the loudspeaker, you're like, Oh yeah, that's me. I did this. That's, that's fun. Right. Um, but I'd have to say it, it was really 2021 in um, January 2021 when I, no, I'm sorry, February, when um, I went to the Donna half. Mm. The Donna half was really like monumental in my running, I think. Um, it was the longest I'd ever run. I was really nervous. Am I ever going to be able to do this? And uh, it, it just made made everything worth it and hit all the feels at that time. So. Okay. Well, so, so, you know, that, I feel like that's the tee up for, for this, like the, the simple, like, like, you know, how so, and, and I, I feel like I know part of this is that um, I got a feeling there's a lot of, of online friends that were there. Cause I, I feel like that was, I know that was where, you know, the first marathon was, and it was a lot of the same, the same people coming, coming together again. Um, but, but, you know, like you said, longest race at the time, first, first, mm-hmm. first half marathon, um, you know, I guess, I guess the, the experience itself, you know, um, having, having these online friends that were there and, and getting to maybe connect with some of them again, but probably meet some of them for the first time, longest race, like, like what was, you know, uh, like how did, how did that weekend, um, sounds like really kind of cemented you as like, yes, this is, this is my people. These, this is my thing. Um, but kind of what, you know, how did that, that weekend probably was a little Um, bit of a blur, but how did it shake out for you? So it actually started with, we had a horrible storm up here and it was Thursday night. They were starting to cancel flights for Friday. And my husband and I were like, what are we going to do? We were psyched to be getting away, just the two of us. You know, my mother-in-law was going to watch the kids. We were like thinking about renting a car, driving Mm. down. Um, That ended up not being an option. We were like, well, we just got to wing it. We were the only flight to leave Boston on Friday morning at all. Um, so call it fate. I don't know. And then we got to New Jersey and we're waiting for our layover and we were like, is this one going to take off? Not sure. Um, so we, we said, you know, we'll have a beer and we'll just see what happens. Um, it was a little delayed, but luckily we got there and in our minds, we were like, this is beautiful. We're going to Florida. It's going to be wonderful weather. Just the two of us. My husband was like, I can drink and sleep. You're the only one that has to run. Um, Well, it was like maybe 50 and raining with 30 mile an hour winds the entire time. 
So uh, we were not properly dressed, uh, but we, you know, took advantage of the time. And the exciting part was meeting friends for sure. Um, and as much as we didn't think, I didn't think that race day conditions were going to be optimal for doing a, a good race. Um, it turned out to be fine. I mean, I, I first first one was a PR, anyways. Um, right. But I was I was happy with how I did. So good, good. Yeah, it's um, you know, like like I li- I lived in Florida for you know the better part of twenty years, and it's it's <laughs> it really is one of those tales of you know two or three different states. There's like there's the Miami South Florida where it really is pretty much summer all the time. Then there's <laughs> the Central Florida where it's like you know, like we get a little bit chilly, but you know, it's, it's still more or less Florida. Then you get up, you know, Jacksonville, the panhandle, the North part of Florida. And like, especially in, you know, late January, February, like it could be beautiful, but boy, it could be, it could be pretty gnarly too. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm. being from up North originally, it's always like, Oh yeah, Florida is like, it's always beautiful. Like, yeah, I mean, it kind of can be, but it, it has its moments. And if you time it wrong, you can be like, why did, why did we come to Florida for this, you know, tropical vacation when it's, you know, 40 degrees and raining. And that's not, not exactly ideal. Um, maybe good running conditions, but not great vacation conditions. I mean, my husband and I like to joke. One of our memories from that weekend was we were like, we have an ocean front, you know, balcony. We're going to take advantage of this. We opened the door so we could hear it. <laughs> we had jeans, sweatshirts on. Our chair was inside the room mm-hmm. with a blanket on us. And we were like, yeah, we're doing this. We're, yeah. we're listening to the ocean. Making, making the best of the situation. Yes. Yeah. So um, before, we, before we run out of time, not that we're there yet, but like, you know, I got to keep an eye on the clock here. Mm-hmm. You're going to fast forward from first half marathon to first marathon. And, and um, I don't know how much, you know, you, you like thought that you went, in, went into making the decision of, of doing this, but, uh, you know, from my perspective, as ignorant as it was back when I was signing up for my first marathon, I was like, ah, you know, like half and, and, and actually I was the backstory. I went to sign up for a half marathon. It was full. So I was like, I'll just do the, the full marathon, same race, like whatever. Like it sure, oh, wow. surely can't be that big of a difference. Like, you know, it's, it's just twice as far, but like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Just no clue what I was getting myself into. Um, and needless to say, it did not, it did not exactly go as smoothly as one might have hoped. Um, oh. But but how much, you know, kind of thought went into like, all right, I'm going to go back to the Donna Marathon and do the marathon, not not the half. Um, you know, what what was the, the impetus for for jumping up to 26.2 seeds planted? Like, how long did you stew about it? Kind of how did how did that decision come about? Uh, I think it was like maybe May of last year um, that I was like, you know, I, I might be able to do this. I might be crazy. I might end up walking a lot of it, but it's worth a shot. Let's, let's figure it out and let's do it. Um, I did sign up with a race coach that has been phenomenal and, you know, I've known her for since the other app and things like that. Um, so I knew that, you know, she fit in with what I was looking for. Um, definitely added in the strength and everything else. Um, and we immediately started with the heart rate training, which I know, you know, you talk a lot about, um, which is insanely hard to do. I still, some days I'm like, well, I wasn't breathing hard. Why is my heart rate breathing? You know, um, it's still something I'm working at, but, um, yeah, I went and I was like, eh, why not? If I don't, I'm feeling okay, let's do it. And if it doesn't work out, I won't ever try again. (laughs) So, um, I guess it was, it was lucky. I started in October, um, for 
I think it was like a 19 week program. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't want to say it was like perfect training cycle, but it was pretty close to a unicorn training cycle. Um, you know, no injuries, no niggles, things like that. Um, I hit almost all of, you know, paces and things like that. But, um, so I felt really good going into race day. Um, I still didn't know if I was going to hit my mark, um, which I didn't, (laughs) but, um, all the things I was really worried about, like GI issues, (laughs) Mm -hmm. how many times I'd have to stop to use the bathroom, um, and the, the heat being down there, um, and just finishing were really things that always stuck in my mind as being concerns, but they were, they all worked out on race day. And, and I feel like I don't want to say that it's 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 one of those those isms, whether it's a cliche or not. Maybe maybe it is, but you know, I feel like in the in the running world, we're always like you know your first your first race at any new distance, and you kind of like you mentioned with the with the half marathon, like it's going to be a PR, right? Like mm-hmm. you've, you've done something you've never done before. Um, but I feel like when you when you start getting into into marathon distance, um you know, the first time, like there's so much unknown because, and I don't know what your training was like, and there's obviously all kinds of different philosophies, but like typically, you know, you don't go much farther than 20, maybe 22 miles, um, in training yeah, for, for a marathon. Um, and probably again, and it's all, there's all kinds of different reasons and rationales. We don't need to get into all the, the details, but like sometimes you probably only do that once. Maybe you do it a couple of times, but, but still like, like from a numbers perspective, like there's not that much difference between 22 and 26, but tell that to somebody who's running their first marathon. And like, that's, that's yeah. a, that's a lot of uncharted territory and I don't know what's going to happen and how am I going to feel and, and all those types of things. Um, so I guess all that to say, you know, even though you, you, you might've missed your, your, your time goal, um, sounds like it was still a very, by, by all objective measures, a very successful first marathon. Yeah. And I mean, the other concern was, uh, I had never hit a wall. So I definitely was like, that was in the back of my head, especially crossing that 22 miles, like, all right, going longer than ever. The wall's going to come. The wall's going to come. Um, I'm lucky to say the wall didn't ever hit. Um, and by it's that grace, heart rate training, I might be biased, but it's that heart rate training that keeps you from the by wall. the grace of God. <laughs> I had one of my running friends that almost like lapped me in the race. He wasn't supposed to be at the race at all. Told everybody he wasn't going to be there. Um, saw him running opposite me and he ended up catching up to me and he was there with me for the last like five miles and he's run multiple marathons. So I'm at mile 24 and a half and I'm like, it's supposed to suck right now. Right. (laughs) This is supposed to be awful. Right. He's like, yep, keep going. You got it. Um, so I really am appreciative to him for kind of pushing me through and, but I never had that. Oh my God, I'm never going to finish feeling. And, um, I think, the other goal I had was to hit all of my, my running marks, you know, every two minutes I was running every 30 seconds I was walking. Um, I wanted to keep that up the whole way through. I think I only missed two of them, which of course now kicking myself retrospectively. Um, I missed my goal by six minutes. So I'm like, Oh, those times that I just walked a little slower, um, would have got me there, but PR and something else to accomplish later on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, does you know? I, I hate to predict the future questions, yet I feel like I ask them far too often. But um, think there'll be other marathons in your, your? I mean, I know you kind of hinted at maybe a, you know eventually trying to get to Boston qualifying things like that. So it kind of leads me to think that not not exactly planning to be a one and done on the marathon front. Uh, yeah, I was I was told by many that oh you're 
you can't make any decisions on race day because you're going to say you'll never do it again. And whether it was the training or whatnot, I finished and I was like, I can't wait to do another one. Um, I, I like not the, the pain of it, but being like, this is hard, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing that I can do that and maybe do better um, moving forward. Um, right now, we're kind of in the planning process of there's a possibility that I'll be doing dopey in January. So that's a big swing. Not that that's going to be like a PR because I'm going to do all things Disney Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's the excitement of doing those, right? You're paying through the nose for them. So uh, (laughs) you might as get all, I might as well get all the pictures and ride the rides and do the things. So, yeah, absolutely. Unless, unless you're, um, and you don't even really know this, but like, I I feel like unless you're, you're gunning to try to, you know, I think like the top 10 in each age group get, some type of award from Disney or you know, like a plaque or whatever. Like, so unless, unless that's, that's a, a, a goal that you're really like, I think I can do this. You're looking at past results and like, yeah, like I'm right there. Like I could probably go for it. Um, yeah. Like Disney, just relax, stop for the photos. Like, like that's what you're paying for. And, and, and I'm not here. Like I'm a Disney guy. Um, run many Disney races. Like the courses aren't that great. Other Like you in the parks is great, but outside of the parks, it's just kind of like, it's a back road. Like you, wherever you, you train, like it's just kind of the same thing. Um, but yeah, the characters and the, the excitement and like, yeah, you know, if, if you time it right, you can jump on a ride here and there and, and do those types of things. Like that's, that's worth saying they're not going to PR. We're just going to have some fun and, and just enjoy it and soak it all in and, you know, sign up for some other race. That's, that's still a great race, but like that doesn't have all the atmosphere and go, go hammer those. Yeah. I think in terms of that, that will probably be the Marine Corps marathon. I've heard amazing things about it. And, um, I really do try to do a lot of my running for, you know, whether it's charity or like the money for the Marine Corps marathon goes towards families and things like that. So, um, and I've heard it, it gives you all the feels while you're running. So all the feels and the finish line feels are, are maybe the most intense. Like they were the most intense for me. It was just like, whew, there was, there was lots of onions being cut at that finish line. And I'm not usually a, a finish line boohooer, but that was, whew, I was struggling on that one. I mean, I'm I'm not expecting. I thought I was gonna ball my eyes out after my first one, and I honestly think, especially with it being my first, but the amount of support I had at the finish line of my race, I don't know if it'll ever be topped. Um, I had people that ran the half marathon, and then there were like 20, 30 people before the finish line that were like out there cheering just for me. Um, I went, we all went back to a restaurant and like I came in and they all were clapping and to know that there was that much support in a community that started out online, Mm -hmm. which was weird. (laughs) Um, you know, a lot of the people I talk to still on a daily basis now, um, have become some of my best friends. So I don't know if I'll ever top the feeling of that. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's, and, and maybe that's, that's getting to a good place to start to, to think about wrapping this up, but, um, you know, just, just how, how intense, how, how close those relationships can, can be. And, and, um, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's quote unquote, just a running thing. Cause I guess that's kind of mostly been my experience online is like being in, in the running communities and, and, um, you know, just like, like I never, I, I remember back, you know, six, eight, 10 years ago, going to a race and, you know, somebody I knew through Twitter that was also running the race. And they're like, Oh, I'll pick you up at the airport. And like, not even batting an eye, like not even, not even thinking twice about like, Oh yeah, this, this runner that I know from, from Twitter, you're going to pick me up at the airport and, and take me to the hotel. 
Um, and my wife's like, are you sure? Like, are you sure that's not something that, that you should be worried about? Um, but I just feel like, like whatever it is about running and, and maybe the type of people that run or, or whatever, um, you know, those, those relationships that, that form online are, are as close to quote unquote real. I mean, they are real, but like, like, like they're, they're, they're as, as can be as deep as in-person relationships. And then when you, when you do have that chance to get together, um, and you've been, you know, sharing, you know, kudos on, on Strava or, or posts and tags on, on all the different other social medias, you know, for, for a year, two years, three years. And then like you, you meet up and it's just like, we've been BFFs for, since for, forever. Um, right. and it's just like, I don't even know where the question is, but just like, like, was it ever, did it ever strike you as awkward that like you, you would be meeting people online that like, to your point, like what you just said, that become such good friends that you talk to almost daily. You're always sharing messages, probably some, some texts and social medias and all those types of things. Like, like, was that ever even on your radar, you know, back two and a half, three years ago when you're signing up for this app and trying things out? Yeah. I mean, that's definitely why the Donna half that I first went to became a husband and wife thing. Cause if it wasn't my husband, it was going to be my mom because they were both like, you're not going down there to meet these random people by yourself. Um, and even like this for that full, you know, my, my parents went down there and I think that's really what opened her eyes mm-hmm. to it all. Um, cause I've done a few runcations. I visited a friend in Georgia and also Maryland. And my mom was like, you're going to like stay with these people at their house. Like how well do you know them? I'm like, you just, you just don't get it mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they are some, they are my best friends and, um, it's amazing to think, how it all started and it's truly just a blessing and feels like it was right place, right time type thing. So, yeah. Well, and, and maybe the fact that we can just so freely talk about random bodily function issues that happened during a run <laughs> and like, like no shame. And it's just like, Oh yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. Had to sacrifice a sock to the cause, like whatever. Um, and it's like, well, clearly if you can, if you can have those conversations then like staying at somebody's house or catching a ride somewhere, like we'll probably be okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, the first marathon done. Congratulations on that. Already, already some plans for, for some more looking, looking for some, for, for some of the biggies. Um, any, any, uh, charity running happening again anytime soon that we can, you know, maybe chip a few dollars your way. Uh, so we are currently fundraising for our Falmouth road race for ALS one that will be in August. All right. And, uh, do we have a, a not that, not that you need to shout it out here, but can we put a link in the show notes? Is there a link for the fundraising page already? Yeah, I can send a link over for sure. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So y'all, that would be fantastic. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you, like you said earlier, like I said, you know, try to try to chip in a buck here and there where you can, because sometimes you know you might be doing a, a, a event down the road and you want people to chip in a buck here and there. So uh, we'll make sure to link that up in the show notes, y'all, if you want to uh, contribute a, a couple bucks, five, ten, whatever works for you, um, for for Shannon's. Uh, for ALS one specifically, obviously, um, for, for, for Shannon, her husband gearing up for whether this be round, round four of, of Falmouth. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll make it happen. So uh, as we're, as we're wrapping up today, um, gotta, gotta get you a philosophical question before we let you out the door. That much is, that much is certain. Um, and, uh, just, just kind of curious, um, you know, in the, in the handful of years that you've been, been running now, um, and, and, you know, Save. I don't know. Maybe we didn't get into all the the, the gritty details, but save for a, a good stress fracture. Hopefully, mostly been healthy and 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 you know really enjoying your time in the sport. Um, but but why do you still do it? You know what what keeps you around? Why why you know getting out there on a on a regular basis, getting your miles in? Why is it is running 
become such an important part of your life over the last handful of years? Um, one of my favorite quotes is describing running as a spool of yarn and how when you're out there running, you really can untangle it all and it all like makes sense. Um, so I definitely keep running for the mental aspect of it. Um, like I said, my family likes to be around me a lot more after a run. Um, and I do like the aspects of being able to raise money for a charity. That's important to me. Um, but the other thing that I absolutely love is now my husband's into running. Um, my daughter, even though she's always played soccer, so she's somewhat of an athlete, that she's now going out for runs and wants to do 5Ks, and my son too. So um, it's great to see, I guess maybe they're looking up to me, <laughs> um, but the way that it's changing all of our lives, and yeah, I like to see how far I can push myself. Um, I feel like I've underestimated myself a lot in my life and, you know, it's good to see like I can do hard things, which I know my coach would be proud of me saying that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, keep, keep doing the hard things, Shannon, keep, keep inspiring others along the way, making a difference, all, all that you're doing. Um, and y'all, if you want to continue to follow along with Shannon, uh, I'll try to say this the right way. Hales, Wills, Mom, 8, again, H-A-Y-L-S-W-I-L-L-S-M-O-M, the number 8 on Instagram. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 1138. Again, we'll obviously have links to, to Shannon's Instagram there. We'll have a fundraising link um, and everything else we talked about today, various races, bits and bobs, things like that. Uh, as always, linked up in the show notes. Dizruns.com slash 1138 for today. So, Shannon, thanks for uh, for making some time this morning. It's, it's been a, a pleasure chatting and, and getting to know you a little bit better than than quote unquote just from online. Although as we already discussed, you can get to know somebody pretty well online in the in the running world and uh, have some some good friendships there. But good to take it to another level. Um, but uh, congratulations once again on joining Club Twenty Six Point Two. Hopefully, many more years and miles of of happy running ahead of you. And and maybe one of these days we can meet up and and you know have one of these chats in person as well. But uh, Thanks so much for the time today, lady, and, and nothing but the best to you going forward. All right. Thank you so much, Jenny. It was wonderful. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Shannon and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your... Say it with me now. Come on. Just say it. Do it. Do it. What was your takeaway du jour? Du jour. For me, it was it was just the reminder of how great it is when we are able to, you know, come together in the real in the real world. Ideally, at a race, but you know, maybe not always at a race. Um, but bring some of these online friendships, these these online running running support groups. You know, whether it's Facebook groups, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. Uh, but just being able to to get together, uh, maybe cheer each other on, maybe have a cup of coffee or or you know something stronger or a meal or whatever the case might be. Um, but just how great it is to, to get together in, in even for Mr. Introvert himself over here, even for myself, you know, some of my, my really, truly greatest, most fondest, you know, race memories, most fondest. I, I did just say that goodness. Um, but, but seriously, like, like the times that we've gotten together, you know, just thinking back and, and obviously it's great when I'm able to meet one, one person at a race or, or run a race, race with somebody or, or meet up with somebody afterwards, whatever. Um, but you know, some of the, the, the bigger highlights of like Marine Corps when there was, I don't know what there was, was there a dozen people, something like that, eight, nine people, um, that we all got together at big, at bib pickup and hung out for a little bit. And, um, I mean, just how cool that was. And, um, 
you know, we, we, when we did it at, at uh, Ragnar uh, a couple years ago and, and Thessaly organized that and helped get a team together. And there were whatever there was, seven, eight of us that, you know, just hung out at, at, at Ragnar all, all night for the Ragnar Trail event. Um, and just how cool that was. And, and I mean, there's been other times, obviously, um, but just, just those opportunities to, to just get together. Um, and, and it's just, it's just awesome. And I'm sure that this happens in other realms of, of the internets and, and with social media and, and, you know, getting together with, with people in the real world after you've, um, you know, chatted and connected online. But I, I feel like the times that I've done it with runners versus the times I've done it, whether it's podcasters or, or whatever else it might be, um, like we're, we are, we are just good. Like it just works better. It's just better when it happens to runners. And I guess that the reason that, that that stood out to me from today, from, from Shannon's story and, uh, you know, just how, how important that community is for her is that feels like, you know, not that long ago, I was like, yeah, that's something that I really want to do more of. And then, you know, I, I feel like that was a goal for 2022, um, and then like we moved <laughs> and that kind of threw everything off. And, and, um, maybe now that we're a little bit more settled, um, and, and certainly now after talking to Shannon, it's like, oh yeah, like that's something I need to do more of. Um, so I don't know, like this isn't any big announcement, you know, there's no, no major race meetups that are, that are being, you know, planned right now. Uh, but hopefully soon, hopefully soon we can, we can put something together. We can make something happen. Um, Cause I want to get together with y'all, you know, like that would be cool. That'd be cool. So anyway, that's, that's my takeaway today. Just how, how fun it is when, you know, we're able to, to get together as a running community from, from the online world into the real world. Um, and just, just hang out and run and race together and support each other and cheer each other on. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time. So that was my takeaway today. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? As always, if you're willing to share it, I would love to hear it. Uh, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And, of course, if you want to head over to the show notes today, photos, links, the whole nine as per usual, Dizruns.com slash 1138, Dizruns.com slash 1138. Also, as per usual, there's that comment section there on the bottom of the page. Feel free to type away to your little heart's content. No character limits, although maybe there's a character limit. I don't know. No Twitter character limits, right? You can, you really can type away to your little heart's content on the comment section there. Feel free to fill, fill me in on everything you thought about, every every thought, takeaway, feedback, all the things from today's episode, disruns.com slash 1138. Once again, if you're in the market for a coach and you think we might be a decent enough fit, Actually, if you think we'd only be a decent fit, maybe keep looking. But if you think we might be a good fit, well, then let's talk. Let's talk. Or just head over to the website, poke around a little bit, make sure that, that the offerings that I have, you know, price points and, and bells and whistles and how fancy uh, you want to get, whether you want, you know, something, uh, I don't want to say simple, but like something something that's that's not super, super fancy or all the way bougie. You want me to come run with you on race day and pace you, sherpa you? Yeah, we offer that. We offer that. Did you know that? That's that's available. Um, all the things, disruns.com slash coaching. Check it out if you think we'd be a good fit. Confirm that. Sign up. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. Maybe I'll show up to your race and run with you. Not only just to like meet together in person, but actually like, I'm here. Let's run. Let's do this thing. That's the concierge level. Check it out. Disruns.com slash coaching is the link to the, to the coaching page. All your questions hopefully are answered there if not let me know i'll answer more questions as they pop up and with that we'll go ahead and wrap this one up y'all thanks for the time thanks for the attention thanks 
for taking Shannon and I with you today. Uh, hope it was hope hope whatever you were doing, whether you were running, running errands, doing the things, relaxing, maxing and relaxing, whatever it is. Hope it's been a good one. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. I think I already said that anyway. So uh, anyway, y'all, thanks thanks so much for listening. Appreciate y'all as always. Take care. Talk soon. And uh, see ya.